rest. Now here's the best. Stay tuned, sports podcast and hello there all you stay tuners welcome back to a special bonus episode i guess you want to call it um i actually have mark and i hope i don't butcher your last name (laughs) saliano saliano Hey, that's uh, that's close enough. We speak a little bit differently, so that was actually a pretty good job for a Pennsylvania accent. <laughs> he is actually the co no, he, the, the founder, right? Not co-founder. Uh, yes, I uh, I am the founder and acting CEO of, uh, of StatementGames.com. Yes, um, and for you guys out there that have not heard of it, I mean, I played a few times. Um, I actually, since the NFL season is kicks off even though it kicks off last night um this sunday philadelphia and washington everybody knows i'm a philly fan i had to jump into that game um so jumping right into it uh mark why don't you just tell us a little bit about statement games you know and and everything involved with it yeah sure so um i I guess full full disclosure uh I, i grew up and live on long island new york so um, I grew up a uh, diehard uh, New York Rangers, New York Giants, New York Knicks, and New York Yankees fan. So in the Salino household, my dad has taught taught us to do a couple of things and a couple of things only, and, and those were the teams that we actually kind of like you know, rooted for. <laughs> uh, so uh, uh, Statement Games itself is a family-originated game. My, my dad came up with the concept. I've been playing this uh, or versions of Statement Games for the past 25 years. Okay. Uh, and the way that the whole thing kind of like, you know, came about is that every single year, um, I used to make a trip up to the Boston area. I had an aunt and uncle who lived in the Boston area, and that's where we went for Thanksgiving. Uh, so my dad on Thanksgiving Day really only wanted to do a couple of different things, and that pretty much revolved around like watching sports or, or watching a Detroit Lions or a Cowboys game on, on Thanksgiving Day. Well, I have a younger brother, so my brother and I, uh, we really wanted nothing to do with it. We, we wanted nothing to do with watching, you know, football on Thanksgiving Day because we were Giant fans. Like, and we didn't understand. You know, yeah. Dad, you told us to be, you know, Giants fans. What do we care about, you know, a Lions game or something like that here? So, in an effort to kind of get us interested in other things besides the Giants, the Knicks, the Rangers, and the Yankees, he would create this game, and it really worked well on specific holidays like such as Thanksgiving. So, on Thanksgiving. Um, He'd kind of like you know, pulse off to uh, to a corner of a room, um, and he'd start asking each and every single family member like a series of sports related questions as it related to a Thanksgiving Day football game. Okay. For example, and just kind of like shows you you know a little bit about my age here. He'd ask you questions like, "All right, Barry Sanders over or under 100 yards rush, you know, Herman Moore over or under seven and a half reception." I remember the first time that we actually played. The Lions were playing the Bears on Thanksgiving Day, and Jim Harbaugh was the quarterback of Holy the Bears. Jesus. It, yeah, and he'd be like Jim Harbaugh over under 250 yards past. So at the age of, uh, you know, uh, 12, 13 years old, uh, the whole entire family would do this. Uh, we'd all throw in a buck. So at the age of 12, I'm ecstatic because I got a chance to win 14, 13 bucks or something like that here. Okay. And just by kind of like, you know, going through like the dad's list of questions here. Uh, we were kind of like, you know, now locked into a meaningless Thanksgiving Day Detroit Lions football game and watching it like as if it was the Super Bowl. Um, and basically the way that the game worked is as the game played out, the family member who got the most points uh, from correct picks from dad's list of questions, you know, won the pot. Okay. Well, fast forward, you know, uh, 
20 years or so, with 25 you know years or so. Um, I did a lot of work in various different forms of advertising and marketing, and I just you know I always had Dad's concept in the back of my mind, and I said to heck with it, I'm going to create a digital platform around this concept. So, and uh, a very long-winded version of it, StatementGames.com um, is just a game. Uh, we've created a game with a little bit of a different twist on fantasy sports. Okay. What we do is we uh, create tournaments uh, around sporting events. So, for example, the Eagles are playing the Redskins this uh, this Sunday. Yeah. We present the people who want to play this game with a list of anywhere between 50 to 60 different statements or uh, props. Okay. Um, questions such as, you know, Carson Wentz over under 245 yards uh, passing or, you know, Eagles over or under uh, 25 and a half points. Uh Washington Redskins over or under one and a half sacks for the game. Game. The user who wants to play the game is going to take a look at the list of questions, and they're going to select ten of them. And as they make their ten, uh, ten uh, make their selections, they're going to rank their picks in order of confidence from ten through one. Okay. So if your number ten pick becomes correct, you're going to get ten points. Right. If nine through one are incorrect, well, now you just have a total of ten points. They play in a league of anywhere between eight to twelve people. And the person with the most points from correct picks at the end of that specific sporting event uh, wins. Like I said here, this is a free-to-play game. Um, if you join the Statement Games community, you're competing for what we call Statement Games coins. Okay. It's your job to accumulate as many of these coins as you possibly can. And when you're ready, uh, you want to exchange those coins for a cash gift card of your choice. So we have a whole reward system okay. uh, that's part of the Statement Games platform. Uh, you can exchange your coins for gift cards such as, you know, Nike, Under Armour, NFL Shop, Amazon, oh, nice. uh, Target, Starbucks, Dunkin' Donuts. It's probably about 85 different retailers that you have the opportunity to exchange your coins for a cash gift card of your choice. So hopefully that uh, gives you guys a little bit of a better understanding of, of who we are and what we actually do. Um, I think we kind of like kind of spoke offline. I'll, I'll make you a special offer. Anybody who wants to try playing in this uh, Philadelphia Eagles Washington Redskins game, um, you can access it through statementgames.com. And there's also apps that complement our web-based products. So you can find this in the um, Google Play Store or, or, or the or the App Store. Um, like I said, it's free to play here. But if you play this upcoming Washington Redskins Philadelphia Eagles game, and you go ten for ten with your picks. In addition to any coins that you might win from statement games that can be exchanged for uh, for rewards here, um, I'm personally going to send you a check for 500 bucks. Holy Jesus! All right, I, I may have to go back in. Double- to to Wait, and they actually have to be I, you guys. Am I eligible so- though? Oh, of course. Okay, because so, I gotta go back in and double check my picks now. Because <laughs> I actually I, I forgot you guys had the app, and when I was at work today. Um, I went online on the web browser on my phone. I'm like, you know, this is taking forever. I'm like, oh, maybe they have a, an app and download it. And <laughs> honestly, I'll give you credit. It's, to me, the app seems a lot more um, user-friendly. And, I mean, the web, the website is very user-friendly, too. It, you know, there, there was, a, I think, a WrestleMania or one of the... ...website into the, uh, into the mobile phone. Um uh, look, there's a limited amount of real estate that we're that we're working with here. Um, yeah. We understand that uh, it's ideal, but hey, you know what? Other other people, 
really kind of like you know, like it. And of course, you're always dependent on cell phone connections and uh, yeah. you know Wi-Fi connections where the app is is it just I don't know it it just works. Yeah, I mean honestly, me personally, um, I rather apps like you know I still do DraftKings with my dad. Um, I much rather yeah. do the app than jumping online because <laughs> like you said, internet connection. You could be sitting there and sitting there and sitting there while it's loading. The app's like, boom, it's, it just works. Um, the other thing I do like about it um, is the daily uh, coin spin. Okay. You know, like, yeah, because I mean, there was a couple games over, over the past few months or whatever that I was like one or two coins short to join. And I spin yeah. that wheel and bing, you know, I'm able to play now. So, I mean, I think that that's a cool feature you guys got going for you. There are uh, there's things like the wheel, of course, if you make any uh, you know um, um, referrals through the platform, uh, there's additional coins that top up your account here. So we're always kind of you know constantly you know making little tweaks and introducing new little subtle features that uh, truly make it free. Yeah. Um, if you just kind of like, you know, perform a task, whether it's you know watch an ad, spin the wheel, refer a friend here, there's always options in where you can kind of uh, you know top up your account in drips and drabs here, so that you can kind of continue enjoy playing the games that you want to play. Yeah. Um, how about uh, like MMA, UFC, Bellator? Do you guys have that stuff on there now? Uh, we do. Um. I would say that for the most part, when it comes to mixed martial arts and combat sports and things like that, we focus on um, pay-per-view event, pay-per-view events. Okay. Um, but we will also kind of like you know get involved with uh, kind of like you know uh, nationally televised events, and I know that the UFC is doing a lot of stuff on on ESPN. So as long as it's on a network. Okay. That's easily accessible, but like the masses, uh, we'll go ahead and do it. If there's a, like a fight card that's just available through um, like the uh, UFC subscription, you know, service and things like that, yeah, um, or like the WWE channel, uh, we won't do it here. But you know, from a combat sports perspective, we're running you know Monday Night Raw, AEW on Wednesday night, Friday oh, okay. night, like you know SmackDown. A majority of the fights from a UFC perspective, uh, you uh, on Saturday nights on ESPN or are shown kind of like you know on statement games. Um, in addition to the other four major sports here, we uh, we do we do golf pretty okay. much on a on a weekly basis. So that well, when I say golf here, I'm specifically talking about the PGA. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, there's other things that we get creative with as well. I mean, a couple of months ago, we did the 4th of July Nathan's Hot Dog Getting Contest. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're now kind of like getting involved with uh, kind of like, you know, major horse racing events. So the Belmont Stakes, the Kentucky Derby, the Preakness, we'll be doing the Breeders' Cups and, you know, any of the, uh, you know, major horse racing events like the the Travelers or, or any of the, uh, the big... Um, two-year-old races leading up to the uh, the Kentucky Derby are, are things that we kind of like, you know, get involved with. So um, it's just it's just a game. Um, it's a different form of fantasy sports. We're a little bit more focused on the prop wagering terminology yeah. aspect of things here, and incorporating it into what we feel is a just a friendly way to you know get an additional fix of a uh, fantasy sports without having to know a broad base of everything that's taking place over the course of a, of a league or yeah. anything like that yeah so um now i did not look at the giants um pittsburgh game for statement games 
Um, what is the do you, do you have a set number of interceptions for Daniel Jones for that game? Because I'm pretty sure it's going to be about four or five. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I have to start taking my digs now. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, I guess, as we speak, I know that we're waiting a couple of lines here, so the game hasn't been published yet. Okay. Um, but I'm sure. When, but I'm pretty sure the line would actually be. And uh, um, taking a look at my notes here, probably around one and a half. And how do you guys? I mean, obviously, over under you probably based it off of what's already put out there. But how do you guys come about like the interceptions or you know over under for the yards? Like, is that all you guys, or is that like a computer program that you just type in a name and? <laughs> I mean, that- part of our secret sauce. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, that's that's kind of like you know a, a big part of our system. We're pulling kind of like you know data uh, from various different sources. Uh, you know, some of the data will pull directly from uh, some of the more prominent gaming operators that are on uh, that are online right now. Uh, okay. Whether it's you know William Hill or the Caesar Sportsbook or whatever, but. Uh, there's other little subtle things that we're doing on the back end and uh, without tipping my hand so to speak here I'll just say that on average players typically play to the uh, stats on the back of their baseball card okay. so uh, <laughs> football card or hockey or something like that so if uh, you kind of like you know do some simple math and you see that a quarterback is averaging 265 yards passing per game you can probably you know take an educated guess that within a um, a five-point deviance from from that specific number is where the line is probably going to fall. Okay. Now let me just cl- clear the air here, though. I'm ac- I actually <laughs> like Daniel Jones. Um, when you guys drafted him and you guys pulled a Eagles fan towards McNabb type boo going on, I yeah. was just rooting for him all last year, hoping that he would win, win Rookie of the Year. Um, did you guys pick him high? Possibly, but I think he's gonna be a talented talented quarterback for you guys um like i said my my buddy uh our good buddy king here that used to chime in here every now and then um i even messaged him i said dude you guys got a quarterback finally you know eli <laughs> with his eli faces and, and shit like that but you know you just gotta i think you gotta get a couple couple more receivers and um i'm expecting jones to actually take a, a step forward this year i don't think he's gonna regress like maybe some people may think but i mean what do you think about daniel jones this year coming up i mean look i mean if you're kind of like you know going back to to to, to last year when they drafted him i mean yeah i was in the corner and where there i was bone i mean I, I just didn't understand like the pick here not from the perspective that you thought he was like a bad player here but at the time they had just signed uh you know Eli, where they extend not what can i say they uh they picked up i guess the option for eli's contract or or they kind of like you know extended it here yeah so if you're going to do that here i mean you just didn't understand uh you know why would you take a quarterback you know that that, that high yeah uh from a fan perspective um it's not like i you know sat around on saturday afternoons here and watched a lot of duke college football games here so i had i literally had no idea who the guy you know was yeah um so i didn't have an opinion on him as as a player uh one way or another um when he was moved or elevated to that starting position here, uh, it was definitely kind of like, you know, optimistic and things like that. But he grew on you real quick. Yeah. Um, some growing up to do. I don't think he'll regress. It's going to be interesting to see if he really takes that one step kind of like, you know, forward. You alluded to it before here. He's got to cut down on the uh, on the interceptions here. But in terms of uh, a guy who looks and, and plays the role, the guy can play. 
Yeah. Uh, he looks like a quarterback. He, uh, you know, fits the, the narrative of what an NFL uh, quarterback should look like in, in 2020 and then kind of like, you know, beyond. Uh, definitely a lot more mobile than, uh, than, 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 <laughs> than Eli. Eli. <laughs> uh, has, has an arm, can make all the throws, and um, can command the team here. So, uh, from a giant perspective, yeah, they're uh, looking like they have something at the quarterback position that they can hang their hats on for eh, for another eight, ten years. Let's uh, keep our fingers crossed and see what happens. Now, one thing Eagles fans and Giants fans probably could all agree on is we all love when the Cowboys just act a fool, if you want to call it that. Um, by Dallas kind of just like sitting around, sitting around, not really giving Dak a contract. I'm not saying give him the $40 million he wants, but you're slowly seeing that price moving up. Do you think Prescott's going to be in Dallas next year? Especially with COVID going on and uh, the salary cap possibly not even really well, going up? I'm trusting Would you pay him? If I'm Jerry Jones... I would pay him because I'm an Eagles fan, <laughs> and I would make sure to pay him the forty million dollars. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, look, I, I, I think that he is—he's a good player. Um, he I, is a good I player. I'm just—he is not, in my opinion, I—he's I, not a forty million dollar a year quarterback. Yeah, I I, uh, I agree with you there. And I'm just trying to think of teams that would. That would pay him. Um, it's an interesting question. Um, if I've gone to my head, I got to answer it here. No, I don't think he'll be kind of like you know, in Dallas this uh, or, or or next year. Um, I, I think he's gonna you know stick to his guns. There's there's definitely a market that's being set within uh, the young quarterback you know mold or position here. Yeah. Uh, you take a look at the uh, money that they have invested into that offensive line and the quarterback and, and Amari Cooper here. Where, where is the additional money you know coming from yeah uh for them to sign a long-term deal with uh, with dallas um i mean i guess they could you know uh give him the cap for like another year but and that would kind of like it'd be good so i can see him staying but from he, that even even yeah, that i think but the year after that I, I don't see him sticking with uh with with dallas and i actually even brought this i i, I actually came up with a conspiracy theory in a way with Dak, um, and I float this towards a couple of guys at work. One's an actual Cowboys fan. I actually think Dak is pricing his, his himself so high, he wants out of Dallas. I mean, it's been rumored that Dallas did offer him right around Wentz numbers, maybe a little bit higher. Yeah. And for Dak to come out and be like, I can't feed my, I can't live off of that. First off, there's there's an issue if you can't live off of thirty million dollars a year, you know. But I I just kind of think deep down and, and kind of behind closed doors, he wants out of Dallas, and that's why he's not taking anything less than forty million. Um, I, I just kind of like you know me my personal opinion is and um, I see this a lot with young athletes. Um, I think he's just getting some bad advice. I think there's whether it's an agent or a family member or a friend who's just kind of you know chirping in his ear, and it's unfortunate here and where a lot of these players just get themselves so concerned and wrapped up with what other people are making here and where. Uh, look, I get it. You were you know you know underpaid, but you were kind of like you know a, a sixth round kind of like you know draft yeah. pick when uh, when you came out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The time is kind of like you know now, and um, if you can actually get it elsewhere, God bless you, go for it. Um, 
I'm not sure if that's a smart move, not necessarily by the Cowboys or any team for like that matter here. But if he can get it, he should he should get it. Uh, I just don't think that the Cowboys can afford to be that team to do it. Yeah, and like I said, especially with potentially a salary cap not even moving upwards next year because of COVID and all this. Because of what's going on for yeah. here. I mean, yeah. even, even Philly right now is projected to be, I think I saw $90 million over the cap. So, Howie Roseman, really? man. Wow. Yeah. They're, they're supposed to be 90. Um, for next year or? For next year. When, when going, next season starts. Yeah. So, they're already talking. There's already been rumors that Fletcher Cox, Carson Wentz, and even, even though there's they started to do uh, contract negotiation with Ertz about re- reworking all their contracts just to get underneath that salary cap. But that that's that's a lot of that's almost your whole team. That's almost two teams right there, um, salary cap wise. Yeah, um, yeah, that's <laughs> that's so, a lot of contract renegotiations that need to uh, to take place. Yeah. So speaking Thanks. of of overpaying players and things like that, the past couple days. Um, Wide receivers are starting to get paid now. DeAndre Hopkins just signed a, a two-year extension, basically paying him $27 million a year. Keenan Allen, uh, I believe it was two days ago, he is averaging a little bit above $20 million. Would you ever pay $20 million a year for a wide, wide receiver? Uh, I mean, that's, that's a lot, a lot of money. I mean DeAndre Hopkins. I kind of, I kind of might. <laughs> I, I mean, um, he might be the only one though. Would actually, it really kind of depends. If you're going to pay a wide receiver that type of money here, you better make sure that your team kind of like, you know, has a quarterback. Yeah. Um, that that quarterback is locked in for the foreseeable future. So, uh, um, I'm not sold on uh, the kid on on Arizona. Um, yeah, neither as am I. Of yet. Um, I, I like the Sean kind of a uh, you know um, Watson. Obviously, if you're kind of like going to have Mahomes here, but then again, here, were you coming up with an additional twenty million dollars if you're just kind of like you know signing a Mahomes or a Deshaun Watson type of a type of a contract? Yeah. So I'm not even sure if it's uh, if it's possible. So um, running back, wide receivers, uh, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't pay those skilled positions any type of uh, you know extraordinary kind of money here. There's there. No offense, a dime a dozen. Uh, there's a lot of talent at the yeah. wide receiver in the running back position these days. And if you, even if you look at the running back position the past five, maybe ten years, slowly coming to that running back by committee. There's no more um, head back or lead, you know, ho- uh, horseback, whatever, whatever the old saying used to be, like a Barry Sanders and, and things like that. Um, maybe Shaquan Barkley, but he's still gonna need help. That's that's. <sighs> Yeah, that's what I was kind of like, you know, looking at. I mean, when you have a generational talent like like that, uh, maybe, but still, you know, that's that's a lot of money and where you could actually supplement a strong, decent backfield with uh, a running back by committee type of a stance. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the good thing is you, you, you have Daniel Jones. I need that rookie contact contract for another two years after after this one. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if the Giants kind of looked at a restructure or gave Barkley that contract now in an effort to try and get a little bit of a discount yeah. uh, for from him uh, for, for, for years in the future. Yeah. Um, switching up a little bit here, let's, let, let's talk a little college football since uh, that starts this, this weekend as well. Um, 
I've been a big opinionated person about not having a college football season. And the only reason why is like Penn State's not playing. Um, how yeah. can you have a national title game with some of these big schools not playing? What's your opinion? Do you first off, do you think there should be a college football season? And with these teams not playing, do you think it's going to kind of tarnish the national title? Uh, yeah, 100% here. I mean, basically half of the college football nation as of today aren't aren't scheduled to play. I mean, there's there's no, you know, Big 10, there's no Pac-12. Um not like the I'm that concerned about the Ivy League or anything like yeah. that here, but there's a, a significant number of teams that just aren't kind of going to play it. So uh, yeah, um, I don't I don't see how you can actually crown or, or call yourself a national champion. I guess you're a national champion amongst the teams that decided to to play, but um, I don't know. I mean, uh, and then just with regards to them playing or not playing here, it, it's just a such a, a delicate and touchy subject yeah. um i don't know how can i go address it here i mean obviously we're in the new york and in, in, in pennsylvania area our situations are much different from the person in in iowa or, or other yeah. uh, states um, i mean new york is doing awesome now i think i just heard the governor come out and say that uh, i think uh, covid is less than one percent of the new york kind of like, you know, population here so we're kind of like, you know, okay. doing great but there's other states in the Midwest that are now kind of like, you know, spiking here. So, yeah. um, and it's the same thing, kind of like, you know, we see, I think, what do like the, the Eagles have? Uh, is it 25% stadium capacity? No, no, are no. Are they allowing something? No, no fans, whatsoever. Like no fans whatsoever in Philly. It's the same thing with, yeah. uh, with the Jets and the Giants here. There, there are no fans that are allowed to kind of like, you know, play in the game here. So, yeah, I'm not. I sure. wish you could kind of just say what answer fits all here. I just don't think that we live in an environment in where one answer fits all. I'd love to say either don't play or, or play, but unfortunately, unfortunately, there are certain parts of the country and where you can't afford to to play and, and do it safely, and there's other parts in where I don't know how the heck you can actually do it. I mean, I'm. <laughs> I mean, what was it like? Didn't like thirty-seven players from like the University of Clemson at one point weren't they kind of like you know tested positive and, like and, you know COVID here? And that's why I'm if surprised. I'm State of Michigan, and I was playing them here. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not playing yeah. these guys. I mean, there was Clemson, there was um, I think Houston. You know, there was yeah, a bunch of them, and I was surprised that they were like, yeah, okay, no, we'll still go with it. We'll we'll still go with the season. It's like these are not. These aren't adults yet. These are kids still. 19, 20 years old. You know, I mean, not to be sober here, but there was actually a 20-year-old. Um, I don't think he played for University of California, but he played for a California college. Passed away because of COVID. 20 years old. And yeah. they want to play football here. Um, I know college uh, college wouldn't be able to do it, but I'll, I got to tip my hat off to the NHL and the NBA. I'm not a big basketball fan. I mean, I'll follow the Sixers here and there. But the whole bubble idea they did seems like it's the only common denominator that is working. Um, baseball is still having positive tests. Um, NFL, not as bad as baseball, I believe, but I think when the season starts, you're going to see them go up. I, I think the bubble idea could have worked definitely in baseball. Um, I think it would be hard to do in the NFL just because of... Um, you know flights and and things of that nature travel uh travel type things um 
Now, baseball is talking about possibly doing a, a, a bubble situation for the playoffs. Do you think they should just you know go with what NHL and, and NBA is doing and do a bubble um, playoff? You know, two you know two cities type I, deal. I, I mean. I mean, that's what I would actually do here. I think you hit the nail right on the head here. You can actually see what they're doing with the NBA and the NHL from a health perspective. It, it, it works. Yeah. Uh, now, with with football, I mean, uh, in a lot of different ways, all these training camps, all these teams are in their own confined little bubble right now. So once you start kind of like, you know, getting them out of the bubble and you're, you're mixing in travel, you're going into different cities, you're playing with different teams, you're interacting with different people, it's going to be pretty interesting to see what actually, you know, happens. Um, but, you know, then again here, uh, from a university and from a pro football perspective, I mean, these guys do have the best medical staffs at kind of like, you know, their disposal. So, um, hey, I, I think it's just one of those things here where you're damned if you do, you're damned if you yeah. don't type of, you know, reasoning or answers. There is no one answer fits all in, in any of this craziness. Yeah. <laughs> so no, yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, like you say, if you do plan A, well, you may end up in plan F because plan A, B, plan A didn't work and totally wiped out B, C, and D, you know, that type of situation. Well, but We're currently seeing that, hey, look, you know, with the, with the younger people, um, it's something that you can recover from and get older. It's just if you start interacting with um, older people, like, yeah. uh, you know, uh, look, my, 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 my father is is a little bit older he's got a, a, a pre you know or underlying kind of like a condition in, in diabetes and things like that so okay it's it's that type of stuff that you gotta kind of like, you know worry about but yeah it seems like from the younger perspective everything is fine and you know you want health to uh you know be at the top of everyone's kind of like, you know, priority but at the same breath here the nation and sports fans and everybody else we got to move on with yeah, getting back to like you know normal. Yeah, Look, no, I'm, I, I'm glad I'm not a politician here. I don't, I don't have I don't have an answer that uh, yeah. <laughs> is <laughs> going to be acceptable to anybody. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So before we go, let me ask you: What is your expectations for the Giants this year, um, this upcoming season, oh, Re- record-wise, uh, and everything like that? I it, it, I can kind of like you know say this about like I I don't know, and I mean I, I think. You know, um, I think they're going to stink. <laughs> I have nothing to really kind of go upon that uh, leads me to believe that there's going to be a dramatic improvement from last year. Now, offensively, I think they've taken a step forward. Okay. I think on the offensive side of the ball, between the backfield and Barkley and Daniel Jones taking a step up here, I like the younger wide receivers. I think they're going to be very competitive on the ball. But uh, in this day and age here, with uh, you know Carson Wentz and players like Mahomes and things like that, who have the ability to be mobile and quick passes and throwing the ball downfield, uh, the Giants have a very young backfield, and where I've just never seen them in the past two years have the ability to stop anybody. Okay. Um, and if you can't stop somebody here, I mean, granted, you know, you'll, you know, put up points here, but when you're giving up, you know, 38, 40, and 50 points a game here, it's going to be hard to win games. Yeah. I mean, do you, do you think so, it'll at least be better than the Washington football team? That that team is a, a train wreck oh, as well. Those guys are not awful. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> well, and look, I mean, look, I, I think in the past, in the past, the Giants are like, you know, two and 10 or two and 12 in, uh, 
against Philadelphia in you know the past I don't know five or six years here. Yeah. Um, you haven't beaten Dallas in the past four years, and those are two really good kind of, you know, teams here. So that's that's four games right off the bat. Yeah. Um, I'm taking a look at the schedule uh, just off the top of my head. I mean, you open up against kind of like you know Pittsburgh, and then you got uh, the Rams and uh, the 49ers. Those and Dallas. I mean, you know, th- those three or four teams all in the first kind of, kind of five weeks. You're not playing any home games in front of fans. Yeah. Um, it's a young team. I mean, they'll get better and they'll improve if this young secondary uh, gets better. Now, I know they just signed Logan Ryan. I'm yeah. not sure how he gels with the team. I mean, he's just he's just been in the organization for a few weeks now. Yeah. Uh, new coach, new systems. There's a lot of ifs and, and news um, that could be a recipe for a disaster another <laughs> long series as he is for the Giants but hey uh, I'm optimistic uh, like I said here I do think that they've improved and I think they'll be very competitive on the offensive side of the ball here uh, I have zero confidence in this defense and like I said I have not seen them be able to stop anybody in the past two, two years alright um, I, I think that's going to be it for us um, do you want to plug statement games one last time <laughs> Yeah, sure. Uh, again, Statement Games is just a game. A little bit of a different spin on fantasy sports. Uh, you can access the game at StatementGames.com. Statement Games is one word. Um, there are also apps that complement StatementGames.com, so you can find this in the App Store, whether it be the App Store itself or Google Play. And as we had mentioned before, anybody who is listening to this show, and I'm sure you and I will tweet this out shortly, yes. who is willing to try Statement Games and specifically play this Sunday's Philadelphia Eagles versus Washington Redskins game. If you go 10 for 10 with your picks, I am going to send you a check for 500 bucks. Um, and of course, this is this is a free-to-play game here. Any coins or credits that you win by playing the game here can be exchanged for rewards. Uh, those are yours. You can do that in addition. But specifically, if you go 10 for 10 with your picks um, in this weekend's Eagles-Redskins game, going to send you 500 bucks please uh you know check us out send me your feedback i'm, I'm definitely a startup we're we're, uh, we're young uh we got big aspirations here so any feedback that you can possibly provide us with good or bad we'd love to hear from you um you can find us uh i mean my email address is simply marketing at statementgames.com but you can also find us and track us down on any major social media platform the call symbol is just at statement games all right thanks mark um so before we go as far as I go, uh, head over to staytunesports.net. All our social media uh, platforms are there, plus our merch tab is there as well. Um, so, till next week, it's your good friend Jimbo signing out.